0: and welcome back to the second episode of my podcast. I'm so excited that um, I finally launched the podcast and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about lockdown 2020 and just kind of everything that's been going on in the past year, in my life, in all of our lives, etc., yeah, again, it's just going to be me rambling away about all sorts of random stuff. Um, so, you know, let's just take it back. Let's be a bit nostalgic and let's go back to March 2020. You know, standard March, it was the year of my A-levels. So everything was kind of a bit stressful in terms of schoolwork, but it wasn't at the point of exam season where you were stressed out. But we had quite a lot of work to do, a lot of coursework. I remember doing my media coursework, which was um, making a radio show. I remember I was doing like all the final like bits for that, etc. Um, and I remember the mentioning of coronavirus. We'd heard a bit about it um, on and off. And I remember someone asking one of my teachers, um, oh... You know, do you think we'll have some time off of school because of coronavirus and stuff, and they were like, "No, of course not, like even if we do, it'll probably be like a week or so or whatever and then here we are now january twenty twenty one and we're on our third national lockdown, like who would have thought it eh um I remember when Boris made the announcement. it was um on a Wednesday evening um bearing in mind, I'm I loved school. I loved school so much. But I am going to do another episode all about school um, in the future. Maybe next episode. Who knows? Um, and I absolutely adored school. I thought it was, it just was my favourite place ever. And I remember Boris announcing, um, I think it was, yeah, 8pm? On... No, it wasn't. It was early. It was a 5pm announcement. And um, he said that schools were shut in. And I was like, okay, schools are shutting, you know, that's not the best, but, you know, I'm sure it won't be for long. And then he announced that exams were cancelled. Um, yeah, weird. I, yeah, I just remember bursting into tears, like... Because we'd been in in school for so long, we'd been in, you know, school most of our lives, to kind of have the final end goal, which was A-levels, be cancelled. It was just kind of everything kind of stripped away from you that you'd been working towards. And it was just the fact that the last few months of sixth form were being taken away from me. I think that's what got to me the most because, yeah, like I said, I loved school. I loved sixth form. Um, I remember, you know, talking to all my friends about it and we were all like, what the hell's going on? Like, it was really kind of, it was just not a nice time. And um, one of my really good friends, Jasmine, I remember me and her, we probably took the worst out of everyone. She won't mind me saying that. um. But I remember us going into school the next day. Um, We went in early and we went and spoke to some of the teachers. And um, we were just all so shocked. The fact that, you know, we didn't have any school, but like, there was no exams, there was nothing to work towards. Um, And it just was not a nice feeling either. But we thought, you know, it'd be three weeks, three weeks of lockdown. um, And that would kind of be it. And I remember, we all went on FaceTime, um, like that weekend. And um, we were all chatting and we were like, Oh, yeah, look, three weeks, this is you know, this is nice. We have no schoolwork to be doing. We can just kind of chill, watch as much Netflix as possible. And, you know, it would just kind of be a little break. Um, little did we know that, you know, that was kind of the start of the the it, the end. It wasn't the start of the end because we haven't seen the end yet. Um, I remember I went into work on the Saturday. So Boris made the announcement, no exams on the Wednesday. The Friday, I had my final day at school, which was probably the hardest day. I literally just sobbed and sobbed. And then Saturday, I went into work, and um, you know, I went into work thinking, "Oh yeah, we'll still be, we'll still be going to work." No, that was my last um, shift for four months. I think four months it was. Bearing in mind, I've been working there every Saturday since I was fifteen, um, and that was really difficult because you know, it just was weird. We thought, yet again, the shop would be shut for a couple of weeks, but no, it was um, closed for so long. And I remember me and my work colleagues discussing it and being like, oh, yeah, like this, this will be over soon. This will be temporary. And, you know, at the moment, like, it's still shut. Like, all the shops and stuff are closed. And lockdown one, let's, let's reflect on it. I will be honest looking back on it lockdown one was great um it thinking about it at the time it wasn't great and I hated it because the thought of being stuck indoors but in terms of you know nostalgia in terms of looking back it was almost like a happy time because everyone was kind of sticking to rules everyone was kind of we were living in fear because it was a very dystopian time. Like no one knew exactly what was going to happen. No one knew the outcome of what was going to happen. Um, but like everyone was kind of all in it together. Like we had the NHS clap and, you know, we were all um, looking out for each other, always chatting and stuff. And we just kind of looked onto summer ahead. Like we kind of thought, oh yeah, by the summer it'll be fine. We'll we'll be able to make many memories in the summer Um, which, you know, when, when you think about it, summer 2020, you know, it happened. Um, (sighs) summer 2020 was weird, but going back to March time, 2020, I need to stop going off on tangents. So March, 2020 lockdown one, the best lockdown we've ever had. And no one can argue differently to me. It was the best lockdown we've ever had. Um, I feel like we all, changed in that amount of time I know I did I know that I um I kind of it made me reflect a lot on who I am and what I am and like it made you much more grateful for people um like not saying I wasn't grateful for people before but like you know it made you miss family and friends much more and it was just because it was so weird but because we were all in it together I felt like it felt better um like some of my friends were key workers at the start and um it was just a weird time um and I remember house party I was that one person that was in the group chat every day saying who wants to come on house party who wants to come on house party I was that one, like, waving people. I don't know if you remember the little app thing where you could, like, wave at people on house parties saying, come and join my room. I was that person. Because I was like, I just want to chat to people. Um, As you know, like I said, I'm a very chatty person. But... I was just like, oh, yeah, I want to be on FaceTime. I want to be on house party. And luckily, all my friends were the same. So we kind of spent like every single day on FaceTime, all day, every day. And I feel like that was the one thing that got me through that lockdown. If I didn't have my friends speaking to me on FaceTime and house party every day, then I know that lockdown one will, probably wouldn't have been as this good experience as I did have. Um, I feel like lockdown one, yeah, it just has so many nostalgic memories. Tiger King. Um, they say it's the Tiger King and whipped coffee lockdown, and I agree, like, Tiger King was great, I thought it was brilliant, you know, it wasn't the best TV thing ever to exist, but I feel like because everyone was watching it, it just made it better, um, Joe Exotic, what an absolute icon he is, um, and then whipped coffee, I'm not a coffee lover, I'm not a coffee lover, but I did make a whipped coffee, it didn't turn out that great, but... It was alright, it was alright. Um made a bit of a mess, but that's just me, I'm a messy cooker, a messy baker. Um <laughs> and then another thing that kept me going through lockdown one was quiz nights. I think everyone took part in at least one quiz night in lockdown one, but me and my friends we went to town on the quiz nights. We weren't, you know, the basic, you know, just have a random quiz once a week on a Saturday night someone has a powerpoint no we had themed quiz nights we had you know people had to dress up we had um interactive rounds um I absolutely loved quiz night it was literally the highlight actually we did it twice a week because we were that extra we did it twice a week quiz night was brilliant um I remember we had different dress up themes um I remember I dressed up as Kat Slater from EastEnders one time Um, We had an edgy teens night. We had um, a dress to impress kind of evening. Um, Film characters, you name it, we have done a themed quiz about it. And um, I feel like that was it was just a fun time because we were all, we all took it in turns to have a quiz night and then we'd mark it. And it it was just brilliant. We all had a nice little drink on FaceTime or Zoom or whatever. And it was just brilliant. And like I said, I really enjoyed making the quizzes and I really enjoyed just kind of talking to my friends and, you know, having a little giggle because that was kind of what you could do in a sense. It was kind of all you could do. Um, Another thing that kind of changed my life in lockdown one, which I still love to this day, still quite addicted to is TikTok. I feel like pretty much everyone jumps on the TikTok bandwagon. I remember saying, someone said to me, before we went into lockdown, I think it was about February time, they're like, get TikTok. I was like, no, I can guarantee I'm never gonna use TikTok. Look at me, January, 2021, have been addicted to TikTok since March, 2020. I'm obsessed with it. I can't go a single day without spending at least an hour scrolling through TikTok. You get lost into some weird world in there. Um, although I'm proudly saying I'm on One Direction and Dog TikTok, which is just exactly where I wanted to be. Um, TikTok. I first started off by watching them, and then I just decided to create them, didn't I? Now move over Addison Rae, Move over Charlie D'Amelio because Molly Collins is in town. I don't dance well. I say that. I've done musical theatre since I was like five, but that's not the point. Um, I wasn't a TikTok dancer, no. I just made random videos that somehow did all right. Like um, I uploaded this one TikTok and it was about Camp Rock. You know, Camp Rock, brilliant film. And it suddenly got like 3,000 likes and three thousand likes is a huge deal for little old Molly. Um, and then I started to get more and more likes, and um, I uploaded one video. And my friends used to have a go at me for moaning, for mentioning my TikTok all the time. You know, they still hold me to it this day, to this day, that I um, owe them all a drink at spoons because the amount of times I banged on about TikTok. They made like a jar where every time I mentioned my likes I had to put a pound in. Um and the amount of times I mentioned it, yeah, I, I owe them all a the drink. Um but TikTok for me I loved it and I still love it and I still make videos. Of course I do. Follow my TikTok Molly Alice Collins um <laughs> or ten years of bad luck. You know, I I don't make the rules. Um and um yeah, I remember uploading my one video, which I still talk about, has got 155.5k likes. Yes. 155,000 likes. I'm still blown away by it. It's a video of when I saw Louis Tomlinson in concert, and um, which also happened in 2020, which was a great moment. Um, but yeah, I went to see him in concert and all of a sudden my video of his concert got that amount of likes and I was so shook I was like don't talk to me because I'm famous like in the words of Gemma Collins can Madame Tussauds get me a wax work made because I am famous um, but I feel like my tiny little bit of TikTok fame got to my head I'm definitely a celeb now hence why I'm making a podcast. I'm joking. Um, (laughs) I just love TikTok and I feel like, as a quite creative person, um, I feel like making videos, making a bit of a fallout myself, just kind of, I enjoy it and I've got no shame about it because, you know, you will often find me giving off TikTok references or making TikToks and, um, yeah, I really don't care because it's brilliant and, you know, if you haven't joined TikTok, which... I don't really know many people that haven't got TikTok yet, like, well, I don't think my mum does, but I mean, as in the younger generation, my age and younger, but it's brilliant, and it's such a a great app, but I don't know why I'm rambling about TikTok, because, you know, it can be a dangerous place, but it can also be a load of fun, Um, and I know it's kind of the norm now, like if you're with a group of friends, you're like, oh, should we make a TikTok? Obviously not at the moment we're in lockdown, but yeah. Um, so yeah, lockdown one, and then in May of lockdown one, um, so two months in, I, um, managed to bag myself a job, didn't I? Um, so obviously I couldn't work at the shop I was working at before, um, so I managed to work, at Tesco um for six weeks during the pandemic Um I worked nights so um five days a week I worked from 2am till 8am um it was a killer I can't lie I only did six weeks of it and it mm. fucked sorry I shouldn't swear my sleeping pattern for a long time, like, literally, it has messed up my sleeping pattern, I still haven't recovered from it right now, um, I swear, I don't know if, I think, I think it's just because I'm a bad sleeper, but still, um, like, nights, it was long, and especially because it was, like, in, like, the really hot weather, so, like, when you tried to go to sleep, when you'd come back from your shift at 8am, it'd be boiling, it'd be bright outside, so it just wasn't great, but I earned a nice little bit of money that I could put aside for uni, but it was kind of, a nice thing for me to do, kind of give back, like, I worked during the pandemic, I was a key worker, you know, I use that title a lot, get out of doing things around the house, oh yeah, mum, I'm a key worker, (laughs) yeah, um, but, yeah, six weeks, worked at Tesco during the pandemic, um, it was great, it was, um, The strangest experience of my life, let me just say that, because looking back at it now, I'm like, that was so odd. But it was great. And, um, you know, I take my hats off to supermarket supermarket workers everywhere because they are bloody brilliant and um, they deserve to be respected a lot more highly than they do. Um, And then we got to about June of 2020 and things started to change a little bit we could now like see people outside. So I remember me and my friends, I had a day off um, on like a Saturday. So I didn't work Friday night, Saturday mornings. So every Saturday, um, we went on like a walk and a picnic. Um, We still kept our distance, um, of course, but like we could, there was only a few of us, but we could do that and And then by July, when the pub started to reopen, so when Spoons reopened, of course I was straight down there. You know, anyone that knows me knows how much I love a um, good old um, pitcher. Um, You can't beat it. You can't beat Spoons pitcher or a nice gin, uh, Copperberg, Strawberry and Lime to be specific, or a lemon gin. Can't go wrong with a lemonade, not a tonic. Not a tonic. Sorry, guys. Um, And yeah. It was great because we kind of saw a bit of normality. Like, we thought, oh, yeah, things are going to get normal again. It was July, the sun was shining, we could go to the pub. I know you could only have six at a table, but we could still go to the pub. Um, which, you know, I feel like it's just a British thing. But, like, the British person's kind of idea of a good time is going to the pub. And since turning 18, I can vouch for that. That, you know, I have missed the pubs being shut because it's kind of such a great... to do great place to go and then the weird time of eat out to help out came about um, um which i didn't complain about because getting half price food was great um you know who doesn't love a bargain um you know i remember me and my friend i'd never been to five guys before don't hit me don't don't hit me don't hate me and we got five guys and it was literally five pound chicken burger and chips. I'm not gonna do the panda girl accent, but if you watch TikTok, you'll know panda girl. Um, and we got some really cheap Five Guys, and it was great because otherwise it's very expensive. Um, and as someone who budgets now as a student, I gotta gotta keep that, gotta keep that coin. Um, but yeah, my five pound Five Guys was great on eat up to help out. But he to help out in the long run was no good for our country. Good for the economy, but not good for the health and well-being of our people. Um, Which is still kind of, isn't great really, is it? Um, And then comes August. Now, August was a very weird time for me. Um, This could be a story time in itself, but I'm going to talk about this story time now. I'm going to be brief. I will try to be. But it's me, so I'll probably rant on. Um, August was weird for me, in particular. Um, So, at the end of July, I um, started to get a really sore eye. Bearing in mind I'm a contact lens wearer. Um, You know, most of you will know me. If you don't, then, yeah, I wear contact lenses. And um, I started to get a sore eye at the end of July, and um, I just kind of, like, bypassed it a bit, I put some eye drops in it, um, with, to get a bit of relief in my eye, and it was kind of fine, like, I kind of got away with it, and then about a week later, I decided to, like, contact the doctors, because it wasn't clearing up, um, and then they were like, oh, you've probably got, like, conjunctivitis or something, so I got given some other drops for them. And then a couple of days later, it was um, seemed to be clearing up. So I was like, oh, yeah, brilliant. You know, like it's probably just a mild eye infection. And then it all went dramatically wrong. I feel like I need some sort of dramatic music here, but I don't have any because I'm not that high tech yet. Maybe a couple of months down the line, I will be given some dramatic sound effects on here. I might have to get a drum kit out, whack a few drums, you know, and make some dramatic X-factor music. But no, then we, um, <laughs> we get to the strangest part of my life. Um, and I just want to apologise for anyone in my life in August um, because I was moody. I was very, very low and upset, but understandably. And this is why i explain. So um, kind of anyone that has met me will probably know about this story. Um, so yeah, so it was the week of results day. And uh, the results day was on Thursday. Results day. For exams I didn't sit, but still. And um, it was the day before results day. Wednesday, The I don't know. I don't know why I'm trying to give you dates. It doesn't really matter. And um, I wake up and my eye is just... It, so much pain. Um, I had been in pain with it now for oh, like for a while. But after I thought it cleared up, it just got, suddenly got worse. And um, I rang the doctors again, but it's obviously all through over the phone kind of appointments. And I literally said to them, I said, I can't cope with this any longer. Like the pain is so bad, I don't know what's wrong with it. My eye was like stuck together. It was disgusting. Like anyone that saw my eye. Yeah, you know how bad it was. Um, I have a video of it. And um, yeah, it actually makes me heave thinking about it. Um, I wish I could have a little little video on here. Actually, I don't want to show anyone because it's disgusting. Um, And then I went to the doctors and they were like, "Okay, we are going to send you to the eye hospital. Um, And... Within a couple of hours, I was at the eye hospital. And um, yeah, well, (laughs) I um, got to the hospital and I was literally screaming in pain. It was so bad. My eye, it looked like I'd been punched in the eye or like, Someone had thrown like a cricket bat at my eye. It was all swollen. It was um all crusty. It was red. It was like leaking. It was it was vile, just grim. And I remember I got to the hospital and um, they looked in my eye, (laughs) and they were like, okay, right. So initially they thought, oh, it was like um, initially they thought it was one thing. Um, And then we had another doctor look at it and then they were like, no, it's something else. And they were like, oh, to confirm what we think it is, we have to give you an eye scrape. Now, when they say, oh, we need to scrape your eye, you know, you just, your whole body goes into terror. Well, it did me anyway. Um, I am known for fainting. At this point, I collapsed. Of course I did. I collapsed because the thought of... Them scraping my eye with like a needle just freaked me out. Um, I'm not even bad with needles. It's just the thought of it. Um, so I just collapsed. bearing in mind, it was the hottest day of the year. Was so warm, so sweaty, and yeah, I just fell on the floor. <laughs> but I had the eye scrape. I had it. It wasn't bad because they numbed my eye. Of course, they were gonna numb my eye. How stupid to with I to think that they were gonna like full on scrape my eye with no eye relief. And um, then I had to be put on eye drops. So I was on four lots of eye drops for um, every single hour. So that night and the night after, every single hour I had to wake up. My mum, bless her, she woke up with me and we had to, because I couldn't physically do it myself because my eye was that sore. And every hour we had to do my eye drops, even in the middle of the night. So we had to wake up in the night the night before results day and do, I think it was three or four lots of drops. Bearing in mind it was sore and it just was awful. Um, And then results day was the next day. Results day was great. I'd got my place at uni, um, but I was just really sad. I was just really down. I couldn't sleep. I'd been having all this eye problem. My eye was in pain. And um, I went to the hospital the day after results day and my test results come back (laughs) that in fact, I had a parasite in my eye. So yeah, I am Miss Parasite Girl. I had a parasite in my eye. Now, yeah, it's as scary as it sounds, right? Parasite in my eye. And um, I lost all vision in my left eye. So I lost all vision in my left eye. I couldn't see a thing. I had my left eye. And that was for about three weeks. So I had no vision in my left eye at all. Um, I had was diagnosed with a parasite called encampherneba keratitis. Um, it is quite rare. Um, you can Google it, but it does come up. And it is known in contact lens wearers. Um, but I was a very lucky girl. I Most people that have encampherneba end up being permanently blind, Um, for lucky for me um, my scar in my scar on my eye that I have at the moment I still have a scar on my eye from my parasite because it's obviously a big thing Um, luckily scarred in um, away from the inside of the pupil which means that um, if it had literally been one millimeter to the right I would have been permanently blind in my left eye but luckily for me I got my sight back so I currently now wear contact lenses again and I got my sight back. I was on um, medication for my eyes for four months after, three lots of drops, four times a day. Um, But it was the scariest time of my life because I thought I would lose my sight completely. Um, It was painful and um, I just was at a real low um, because my whole face was swollen. Um, It was just awful um but then September I went to university and it just picked up again my mood changed I was so much happier and um university was great but I'm going to talk about university in another video but then it gets to November and we enter lockdown two 2.0 I was in Brighton this time so I go to university in Brighton and um I was in my room for four weeks. I say that but I wasn't because um I had my flat and stuff. Um but yeah lockdown two was very different because you know I had to kind of fend for myself in a way like I had to go and do my food shop whereas in lockdown one like my parents did that and then you yeah, like I had to cook and stuff for myself. Um whereas lockdown one I just didn't go out. Um and then lockdown two I just went on walks and stuff like that. And now we're in lockdown three. Lockdown three is the worst of the three lockdowns, in my opinion. Um, I'm currently at home when obviously I should be at university. Um, I've got online lectures starting in a couple of days. Um, But it just doesn't feel right because I should be doing uni work at uni. I feel like it's a lot more lonely. Like I still speak to my friends every single day. Of course I do, but it just feels a lot more alone. And... um, but this is what one thing I want to say is if anyone is feeling low or lonely, like my DMs, my, you know, my messages are always open. Uh, even if you just want to chat, like I'm there because I know that it can be lonely. And, you know, it's, I'm lucky in the, in the fact that I've got friends and family that will chat to me and talk to me. But, you know, some people don't have that. Um, and I feel like this is what's quite nice about this is the fact that I'm talking to you guys, but like I want you to talk to me back, so, like, message me if you've, you you want to say anything, if you want to tell me about your life, then I'll happily hear, um, but lockdown three has made me reflect a lot more as well, I feel like it's made me think, oh, the one thing that's on my mind constantly is it will get better, like, I'm thinking about it now, like, I'm sat here, we're nearly in February, and I'm just, like, the vaccine's being rolled out, um, and they're saying all adults will be vaccinated by autumn, but most of the vulnerable people will be vaccinated way before then. So hopefully by summer, at least we'll get some form of normality. And that's kind of the hope I'm clinging on to. Um, and I think everyone kind of should be clinging on to that. um, I've just recently signed for my house for next year, which I'm so excited about. I'm gonna be moving in with um the girls from uni, which is so exciting. And um next year it's not next year, it's literally gonna be this August but still. Um and kind of I saw this thing on Facebook and it was like every day we're one step closer being able to go for bottomless brunch with the girls and I feel like that is the thing that's now keeping me going is the fact that we are one step closer to normality like normality might not happen for another year but it might happen in a couple of months and that's kind of the the thing I'm clinging on to the most um now this is yet again I've been a real ramble about different lockdowns um but I just want to say I'm here and be there for everyone else like you know, this past year has been crap, it's been not good, but at the same time it's the year that's changed me as a person, it's made me a happier, more confident person in myself, Um, it's made me, you know, value life more, it's made me kind of appreciate the people in my life, made me appreciate kind of going out, going to the pub, going f- like out for dinner, um, being able to hug my family members, like I haven't been able to hug my grandparents in so long and kind of it upsets me, but I'm just holding on to the fact that we are one step closer for that end point and hopefully it'll be soon. And until then, we've just got to stay at home, we've just got to, you know talk to our friends, we've got to watch as much Netflix as possible, if anyone has anything that I can watch on Netflix, because I feel like I've completed it in the past few weeks, um, then yeah, but look after yourself, stay safe, and um, hopefully the next episode will be out in a few days, I'm kind of, at the moment I've got a bit more time, because obviously I'm not at uni, I've got uni work, which will happen in a few days, but like, I haven't got uni as such, so um, yeah, keep doing quizzes, because I know me and my friends are, and look after yourselves, and yeah, thank you for listening.